Welcome to a Sunday, July 31st episode of The Elephants in the Room. It's the last day of July. It's the last day of July. It's also apparently like the unofficial last day of summer because once August hits, it's fall everything, like pumpkin spice, fall clothes, everything. Are we seeing, like, is tomorrow is the day that... I would not be... I don't go to Starbucks every day, but I would not be surprised if tomorrow you can get a pumpkin spice latte. So when we go tomorrow to Whole Foods... You will see pumpkins. It's going to be pumpkin time. Maybe. Uh, We'll see. Maybe. We'll let you know on Tuesday. We'll figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna nail this, but I but I agree I agree it's starting to, and this is something that always goes on. But every holiday starts bleeding earlier and earlier and earlier into it, and the definite one is, you know, I always feel like Thanksgiving is the one that gets the short, short, short end of the stick because you got Halloween and Halloween gets to dominate fall. It's orange. Halloween dominates an entire month of October. I mean, how many channels in October? You know, it's like 30, 30 days of spooktacular movies. And then it's Christmas. And then it's Christmas. And in between, we're like, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. We get a day where we just get to eat and watch football. Fantastic. Um, but no, I, I, I agree. Like, it's starting and it's back to school. We were at Target today. We had the kids with the backpacks. Parents counting the folders, making sure the kid has one for each class, making sure they've got the book jacket covers. Or did you buy book jacket covers or did you make yours with the newspaper? Uh, Mostly with actually uh, grocery bags. Grocery bags. Yep. That's another one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. But now they like sell book covers, I think. They did when we were kids too. They were like that fabric-y stuff. I I tried a few of those, but I always like the the grocery bag because I could write all over it. You could write on it. You could customize it. And when it got ripped, you could just make a new one. Yep. Very easy. But I don't think that's what we're talking about today. Well, it's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Well, you want to know? Well, hey, hey, listen, everything, everything is new again. And let me like, like we were talking about Lisa Frank coming back. And, and just because everything that's old is new again, guess, guess what? Joe Biden has COVID again. Of course. Uh, What I was trying to figure out is what like gaff he made recently that caused them to put him back away because i mean let's be real that's what they're using it for so i want to let you you, can you indulge me a little bit yeah because i've got some thoughts on this okay at this point because i agree i think it would it's 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 a little it's a little weird because he wasn't making gaffes this week he had a good week he got the climate plan so why wouldn't they save it for when they need it (laughs) i think He's in rougher shape than we know. Oh, well, yeah. And I think COVID is just more of a way to keep a closer eye on the guy. And this is how I've come to think of it. He had a big win, and it was celebrated in the media. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you look at Joe Biden and you look at recently what he's been doing, this guy can't really, he doesn't have the stamina for a 30, 40, 50 minute hour long press conference, speech, engagement, anything like that. So they've got to keep him as close as possible. Um, and, and, and we were joking earlier in the week, we wonder how many more times that Biden is going to quote unquote catch COVID in the future when they need to keep a closer eye on them. Where they we won't hey, hey hey we don't we don't need to expose this expose the world to, to a lot of Joe Biden this this week. Um but 
the thing that keeps in my mind is like this is supposed to be something that he's supposed to be celebrating this climate bill and the more i keep thinking about this climate bill how it got passed why it got passed why it's a disappointment to those on the left i because there's no amount of money that they don't want to spend <laughs> you know and combined with the fact that it does the opposite of what joe manchin said he wants to see in a bill I've come to the conclusion that this was Joe Biden going to Joe Manchin and saying, do a solid for me. This is my last shot to get anything done in my term. So can you do this for me? Because this is what's going to happen over the next couple of months. Let me lay this out for you. Congress is about to go in a recess. Nothing is going to get done legislatively that doesn't absolutely 100% have to get done before Labor Day. Once Labor Day hits, that is the final sprint for the election. If you are 60 days inside an election, you're not casting a vote unless you have to. Period. End of sentence. And then after November, it's going to be the lame duck Congress. Right. So nothing's going to get done there. And then come next January, if things keep going the way that they are, Republicans are going to control at least one House of Congress. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that happens. That effectively ends the Joe Biden presidency in terms of Hopefully. getting legislation passed. Hopefully. There's going to be things that get passed. I'm sure there's going to be things that get worked on. But the fact of the matter is, is that all of a sudden the attention is going to turn to 2024 immediately. Yeah. I personally believe Joe Biden will not be running again. There's no way. First of all, how old is he? He'll be like 80 when he runs again. Yeah, no. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's going to be a generational thing. And whoever decides to run on the Republican side, we'll talk about that in the future. But you can see there is a growing trend of voices in the media going, hey, maybe it's time to give the next generation the keys. Keys now. to the castle. Keys to the castle. And um, I think that that's going to be one of the big debates that comes up over the, over the next year, especially when we start to look forward to 2024. But that's what happened. That's what I believe happened this week. Biden said, hey, look, this is my, this is my one chance to get something passed. Manchin gave it to him, gave his, friend, gave his friend a solid, did his friend a solid. And that's it. And I think, I think this is effectively we are going to eventually see Joe Biden further remove himself from the public eye. It's what the Democrat Party wants. It's probably what his family wants at this point. They don't want to see him getting beat up at the end of his life every single day. This can't be fun for him. He can't be having fun as president. He doesn't know this, what's going on. I know he doesn't know what's going on, but in his somewhat lucid moments, the guy can't be having a good time. Oh, I'm this sure. This doesn't it, strike me as a group of people who are having fun I'm right sure now. I'm sure in his somewhat lucid times, they just tell him everything's great. 
Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's what he believes. It's not a recession. We, we, I mean, this is what they spend their time doing. They spend their time trying to convince everyone that nothing's on fire. Everything's cool. We've got this situation totally handled. By the way, our president, you can't see him. We don't really. He's just kind of off isolation. But he's in control. Don't worry about it. And it's totally not a recession because we've changed the definition of it. Well, right. It's just whatever they want to you to, to think. It's not the truth. Right. Now they're just like incredibly blatant about it. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you'd have to be either a sycophant or just dumb to not know what's going on. Right. Exactly. And the biggest blessing of all of this is that not only is Joe Biden not going to run, I mean... We can't possibly be that lucky that he would run again. But he, he's going to hand it to, to, to Kamala? Mayor Pete? Gavin Newsom? They have, I mean, they the have guy no one on the bench. Everyone is fleeing? There's no bench. There's no bench. Um, what if they try to go with Cuomo? Oh, bring Cuomo back? Yeah. Oh, man, that would be great. A little bounce back, run for the presidency. You see his... His, his brother's back in the news. I mean, this is how bad their bench is. They're I trying. Yeah, it is how bad their bench is. Um, we got to read the Trump post on Biden. Um, and then we'll move on. I love that you put this in here because I read this to you in the car and I thought for sure you were like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> well, I just, I, it's just, it's, it's, it's. First a, of all, it's what a, site is this? Truth Social. Okay. Truth Social. This is the Twitter that Donald Trump created so that he could tweet again. Oh, okay. I never found out what that was. It was like a yeah. big hubbubaloo, but then you couldn't find it, and then I just stopped trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to read it? Joe Biden's second bout of COVID, sometimes referred to as the China virus, was sadly misdiagnosed by his doctors. He instead has dementia, but is happily recovering well. Joe's thinking of moving part-time to one of those beautiful Wisconsin nursing homes where almost 100% of the residents miraculously, and for the first time in history, had the strength and energy to vote, even if, this vote, even if those votes were cast illegally. Get well soon, Joe. Oh, it's priceless. There's just so much in there. I don't even, I, we would need an episode to unpack all, everything that's in there, but let's just say Trump... He's still feeling it. Um, and he had a celebratory weekend at his, his golf course in New Jersey with the Saudi golf tour in a tournament that was won by someone who probably would not have made the cut this week at the PGA Tour event <laughs> in Detroit. And we'll just leave it at that <laughs> as for the kind of competition in that tour. Um but, you know, I, I brought up, we brought up the Democrat name, and we, we brought up the Democrat bench, and the obvious name that a lot of people are pushing for is, is, is unfortunately not former New York Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo, but it's current California Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, right, I know, governor, governor of the state with the largest, uh, largest, uh, largest uh, number of people f- leaving it. Right. The state with the greatest outflow. Um, that's, that's who Democrats have turned their lonely eyes to. And, um, Gavin Newsom, what was his hometown? I don't actually know what his hometown is. 
<laughs> Max is smiling at me. Because <laughs> it might be your hometown. Am I supposed to know it? Is he from San Francisco? I believe he's from San Francisco. He was mayor of San Francisco, obviously. That doesn't mean he's from there. I believe Newsom's originally, let's get this right. Let's get Sam for born in San Francisco. There you go. Um, and in Governor Newsom's hometown of San Francisco, we have a little bit of situation that's popped up. Yeah. And it's called monkeypox. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's become a local state of emergency or whatever they want to call it there. Some people have now referred to this as schlong COVID. <laughs> No. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. It's a chuckle. But honestly, because liberals are so mad at the name monkeypox, I just want to keep calling it monkeypox. So we're going to keep calling it monkeypox. And as everyone knows, San Francisco may hold the title of the town that followed science the most. Yes. During a town full of intellectuals and this scientists. This is a town that followed science to the T during the COVID-19 pandemic. So you would assume after all that they learned during COVID-19 that they would take no chances with monkeypox. I mean, this is a city that shut down its schools, kept its kids home. It did everything it could to make sure that you could not leave your house without getting harassed by some sort of public official. And? And so this week, you would think that they would try to stop or shut down any sort of super spreader event, right? You don't want a right. super spreader event. Although dangerous monkeypox. How does monkeypox transfer? Skin to skin contact. Okay. This is a family podcast. We're going to call it skin to skin contact. <laughs> Beloved San Francisco Fetish Festival presses ahead amid anxiety, uncertainty over monkeypox. Uh, of course, San Francisco would have the one event where, yes, this actually could spread. Because what? Despite San Francisco officials' declaration of a public health emergency over the monkeypox virus, oh organizers of Door Alley, a live out loud leather and fetish festival Yikes. that's been a favorite among lgbtq com- that's see that's not they didn't even have, add in the ia plus that's not that the east bay times is is really bigoted um they didn't even put in all of the letters there lgbtq communities i want to apologize for the the t the i the a and the plus uh for not or the t's in there the i the a and the plus i'm sorry that you're not in there um and that they intend to hold the festival this weekend. It's expected to draw 5,000 people. If people are not educated and they don't know the risk, of course, it's a very, very high-risk possibility to be a spreader, said Joe Hawkins, director of the Oakland LGBTQ Community Center. You can't tell people, do not do this. And I just think that here in this country, people have a problem with that. We're really trying to meet people where they are and just educate them about what's really factual about this monkeypox and its spread. And see, that's absolute nonsense. Well, here's the issue. And here's the issue with this. The issue is, is that the liberal politicians in Oakland and San Francisco don't want to go after their largest constituency, which is the homosexual community. Right. 
They don't want to cause problems for them. They don't want to rain on their parade. They're going to let them go ahead and whatever. And you want to know what? They hope this turns into a super spreader event because it will give them license to lock everyone else down because they're worried about monkeypox. When you read these articles, it's not about the disease because we all know the disease. It's just, it's, it's just a bad fever for a couple of days. You get aches, chills, pains, but it's really not that bad for a couple of days, similar to another disease that we tried to destroy our country over a couple of years ago. Everyone knows this isn't a big deal. Everyone knows how it's spread. Everyone knows that it's, it's, it's situated into one particular community and one subset of the community, by the way, okay? Because if you are in a monogamous relationship with someone, no matter whether you are straight or gay or whatever you want to subscribe to, if you two people are in a monogamous relationship, you're not going to get monkeypox or any other STD that's out there because that's what this is. This is an STD. So the liberal politicians want this to be a super spreader so that they can control the rest of our lives. That's what they want because in no situation are they ever going to try to stigmatize or quote unquote stigmatize the LGBTQ community even though we all know that this is a gay man disease. <laughs> this is a disease that 99% of people who have it are gay men. And they always point to, well, two kids got it. Yeah, two kids got it because their adopted gay daddies had an open relationship. And we're going to leather and feather festivals and having sex with multiple men and brought it home and infected their kids with monkeypox. That's what happened. Go read the story. I thought this was a family show. Well, sometimes kids got to learn about the dangers of adults who uh, are unclean and unhygienic. <laughs> And that's what these people are. And by the way, and so, and, and so this, this festival went on, went on, and it's what better time to wear? It's, it's, these articles are unbelievable. But at the end of this article, and this was in the East Bay Times, the only thing that I can say is that I will never, ever, ever, mm -hmm. ever, ever, ever mm -hmm. go to Stanford University Hospital for any kind of medical treatment. Oh, why is that? Because this is the kind of caliber of quality, this is the kind of caliber of doctor that they hire and promote. Monkeypox is already suffering from a stigma. So I think that's another reason to be very careful with fully associating gay and bisexual men in monkeypox, said Dr. Jorge Salinas, a Stanford University Hospital epidemiologist. This is an infectious disease that does not discriminate. Dr. Salinas, how am I as a straight man in a monogamous relationship with my wife going to contract monkeypox? I would love to know the answer to that question. That doesn't involve me going to a bathhouse. Because there isn't an answer. Because there isn't an answer. Because this is the left. Mm -hmm. they, want it, they, 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 they don't want to crack down on their communities and they're going to let this, and, and they want this to spread into wider communities so that they can say, hey, look, this isn't just, this isn't just gay men who can't, can't keep their hands off of one another. It's everyone. <laughs> so we're locking you all down. Oh, and by the way, the only safe way to vote is by mail-in, so hand your ballot to your local community organizer. That's how they pull off 2020. Don't put it past them again. Where do we want to go to now? Biden's building the wall. Don't, didn't we talk about that last time? No. Yeah, I, we, I think we, we, we talk about things behind the scenes. There's yeah. not much to say there other than it's just hysterical hypocrisy.
Right. They notice the, the humanitarian crisis. See, this... Did it happen before or after the migrants were dumped in D.C.? That's exactly what I was getting to, Katie. See, this is what happens. The Democrats in D.C., with their open borders policies, they don't have, they don't have the heart, heart to take in any of these migrants themselves, as we discussed the last time. These are not people who put their money where their mouth is, right? So all of a sudden, a humanitarian crisis gets dumped on their doorstep, and they're like, oh, my gosh, we need to do something about this because we don't know how to handle it. <gasps> Maybe we should build a wall and try to prevent people from coming across the border. What a genius idea. What a genius idea. What an ingenious idea that I had that no one else ever had before me. It would be shocking if it wasn't so predictable and happen every other day. Now, I want to know, where is the liberal outcry of him building the wall because i thought it was racist and terrible yeah where's aoc i want the yeah. picture of aoc crying hold, holding on to the wall yeah where is that so it's only racist when republicans do it yes okay correct okay were you unaware of that i am caught up now oh you're caught up now yeah yeah okay okay border security is racist right when republicans do it obviously like when you put human beings into Barack Obama's cushy D.C. neighborhood and he goes, ugh, I don't want these people near me. We need to get them out of here. That's what happened. You want to talk about this next story. Period poverty. Oh, yes. So, I mean, if this isn't uh white privilege i don't know what is um oh these these girls i did some research on them yeah because this is white. this is like primo white privilege they're second generation youtubers their mom was a youtube there's a youtuber mom first of all how is anyone old enough (laughs) to be youtuber mom these kids have been on camera like their entire lives oh my gosh yeah Okay. It's wild. So these are two white, twenty-two-year-old uh, ladies yep. who are YouTubers mm-hmm. who live in New Hampshire, right? No, no. F- they live in like Texas or Utah or something. They're Mormons. Okay, so they have decided that they are going to do a cross-country road trip, but they have to do it in twenty-two days before their period starts. And they're going to raise money to buy period supplies because people don't have them. Which, I just don't buy it. Yeah, I, it's, see, it's, it's. Of all the things to bring attention to, is this really what we need to bring attention to? Well, it's like part of this like whole new thing of like normalizing your period, and I just don't understand. I do. Are people unaware that women menstruate? I don't know. Is this like a surprise to people out there? I've never understood this. I just think it falls into the whole bucket of like the decay of society like 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 why do we need to talk about periods why do we need to know if you're gay or not what like why do we need to discuss any of it just go be a person 
and keep it to yourself. Yes. Like, what? Honestly, their time would be better spent going to like P&G and all the other companies that make period supplies and being like, hey, do you think maybe you could donate some of these products to these great charities so that we don't have this issue? Are you suggesting that these girls who have their own cosmetics lines might want to go to some of those cosmetic manufacturers who are part of these conglomerates and say, hey, look, maybe you want to help me out on this cause? Are you suggesting that? (laughs) No way. It's just, it just, it's just absurd that I have nothing else to comment on it unless you do. I just, the only thing that I just look at it and I'm just like, I don't understand why this would be engaging content. Like, I don't like, why would you want to watch this? I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I don't. I don't. Under, like, I don't understand. I just don't understand the YouTube family thing. I don't understand like watching other people's families, like and kids. Like, I have zero interest in your child. Sorry. Okay, moving on. Ooh, spam on lockdown. Spam on lockdown. We have to end on this. We got to end on this. Because there's no, there's no, there's no further sign of America's, America's true decay than the fact that we now have in the biggest joke of a city now. This used to be, this used to be the greatest city in the world. Now it's just the biggest joke in the world. New York City, Port Authority Terminal, you go into a, a Dwayne Reed there, and guess what you're going to see locked down? What? Spam. Spam. Three ninety nine, a three ninety nine dollar can of spam has to be has to be in a security container, which, as the store clerk points out, is complete theater. <laughs> it's the, security the security theater. theater because if you really want it, you can just crack it open. You can smash it. You can just smash it. That's right. You can just smash it. It's uh oh oh good oh good. $1.89 cans of Starkist tuna were, uh, were also unlocking cans. Sardines. Unbelievable. Ham. This is sad. It's just pathetic. Yeah. It's just the sad state of affairs in liberal-run cities. What was the last time you had to get something unlocked when you were like, I can't believe I have to get this unlocked? Um, I remember when we went to San Francisco like a while ago, like pre-COVID, and you needed like deodorant or toothpaste. Yep, yep, yep. deodorant, deodorant, any sort of hair supplies, any shampoo, always under lock and key. Body wash, almost under lock and key. In Santa Fe, when I went into that CVS, those batteries... The wrong, when I bought the wrong kind of batteries, I was supposed to buy double A's, I bought triple A's. Yeah. Under lock and key. Mm. I had to get a manager. I I was standing in a store. You got the store clerk, you got the manager, you got a guy, you got an armed security guard, straight up armed security guard at the front. And I I need another adult to unlock it so I can get $4 batteries. Another I, liberal state, I might add. New yeah, Mexico. Of, I, mean, I mean, it's just... I think the better question is, when was the last time you were in a red state and something was locked? 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, the last time I was in Red State and I couldn't get something I thought I was entitled to is because we were in a dry county. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a membership here? Excuse me? This is a bar. This guy's, this guy's, this guy's not even three sheets. This guy's eight sheets to the wind next to me, and you're telling me that this is a dry county? But he has a membership. He's got Max. a membership. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you tell, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he got a membership, all right. I'll tell you what. This <laughs> uh, is gonna be a shorter episode. Yeah, we'll wrap it up here. A little Sunday treat. Yeah, start your Monday off right. A Sunday night special. Yeah. Well, not a special. We're gonna try and do it every Sunday. Well, we're, yeah, we're gonna try to do it every Sunday. But coming up this week, Ari- uh, the Arizona primaries are on Tuesday, so you yes. can expect. Tuesday to be a recap of what happened in Arizona. Hopefully, are we, how late are we staying up? <laughs> well, we can we can do a little little. It might be a Wednesday. It we'll might see. Be a Wednesday we'll episode. see how it goes. Um, I still have to figure out who I'm voting for, so I really need to get it together. Instead of figuring that out last night, we did a best ball draft. So you know priorities. That's a fantasy football for for those of you out there. Who are interested? I going to say for those of you in Rio Linda. No. We got to figure that one out. Yeah, we need one. For yeah. those of you in... Yeah, we have to figure it out. Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see y'all on Tuesday. Yes, you will. Bye. <laughs>